Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. He'd been dealing with that tendonitis back after the slide in Baltimore. But I think we felt like he had, he had kind of rid himself of that. About the last week, 10 days, hadn't been getting treatment. And as you've seen him swing the bat, but you could tell he was hurting. It's hard, though, because, like, when we came back, his next swing was like he left his shoes. So we're going to get him imaged tomorrow because we probably need to just to eliminate anything. But I think what their hope is they're just dealing with tendonitis and then get it out of there. Terry Francona last night talking about the update on Josh Naylor, who left the game with some wrist soreness. Something that's been bothering him for a little while, but it's the first time he's really left a game with it. So... We'll get the latest updates on that hopefully today and see what his status is for tonight's game. But in the meantime, as we talk some Guardians, we welcome in Zach Meisel. Covers the Guardians for the Athletic. Does a great job of doing so at that. He joins us on the North Olmsted Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Zach, in honor of the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest, we're asking people this. I'm going to throw it to you as well. What is a food eating competition that you think you could win? Uh, chocolate chip cookies, without question. Mm. Is there a specific, like, is it your mom's? Is it your wife's? Like, is there a specific cookie that you'd have or just any chocolate chip cookie? It's 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 good. Yeah, specifically, well, whichever ones are just sitting in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's, I was having this conversation with colleagues in the press box last night, actually, and you know, we're throwing around, you're trying to think of like, what's the most, my favorite meal where it's just, I need that second and third helping. And then the more I thought about it, the more I'm like, you know what, every day I'm here, even it doesn't matter. Some days you're in a press box and the cookies look really good and you, you, know, you have to control yourself. Some days they just don't even look good at all, but <laughs> they're just, they're still chocolate chip cookies. So I have no choice and I can't, can't help myself. That would, uh, I would be the Joey Chestnut of chocolate chip cookies. All right. Well, maybe there's a there's a there's a path for that in your future if they ever do a national cookie eating contest. We're gonna get Zach signed up. Um, let's talk some Guardians. Obviously, um, what's the latest on Naylor? We we sort of heard the clip there from uh, Tito, obviously. But how concerned, I guess, should fans be about this risk? It seems like it's something he's been dealing with. Is this the type of thing where maybe it's best he just sits it out the rest of the week and sort of goes in the all-star break with a little more time to heal? Or do you think he'll be back quickly here, potentially even in the lineup tonight? Yeah, I don't know. It's hard to say because while he's been dealing with it on and off, he's been hitting so well that it clearly hasn't been bothering him too, too much. Um, 
So he's getting some MRIs today on it, and, and they'll go from there. It is a little weird, the timing, because you can get creative, and there's a 10-day injured list, and you've got four or five days off next week with the All-Star break. So uh, you certainly could manipulate that, and he would miss minimal time just the next handful of days. But um, certainly given the state of their lineup and how much he means to them and how well he's been hitting, you don't want him to miss any time. So uh, I'm sure we'll know more today, but um, certainly one of two essential hitters to this lineup. I'm not usually one to get outraged by the results of all-star game voting and the roster decisions and all these things, but, I mean, leaving Naylor off to me is pretty egregious, no? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I Like, I have the first base stats pulled up in front of me right now because I feel like I've studied this on and off for the last couple of weeks in advance of this decision um, by his peers in the league, but... Yandy Diaz has been the best first baseman in the American League. For sure. Hands down. There's no question there. His his numbers are incredible. Uh, after that, I mean, yeah, you, you certainly could build a case for Naylor. Um, I, I think his numbers are pretty similar to Vladimir Guerrero Jr.'s. Uh, they're pretty similar to Nathaniel Lowe at the Rangers. So I, I think Anthony Rizzo's right there, too. Like, a lot of similarities. It's kind of just... Which stats do you prefer? The thing you have to remember is, like, when the peer vote, like they, they don't look that closely at this stuff, right? They just they scribble down either guys with great reputations or maybe in certain cases, like, oh, I know that this guy's been having a really good year because we faced him and he killed us. And I remember looking at the scoreboard and his numbers were off the charts or, you know, he's been the talk of the clubhouse or – I know in the pitcher meetings, we were circling this hitter. So, like, things like that are what dictate the player vote, and that's how you get weird things like Whit Merrifield getting on and instead of Wander Franco, things like that. So I, I don't think this is, like, some egregious snub and we need to march to the MLB offices and demand change, <laughs> but I do think you could have built a case yeah. for Naylor. Um, and I think if you're also looking at just – in terms of Cleveland's deserving all-stars, like he was probably more deserving than Classe. I think I think there are some relievers out there who have gripes with Classe making it over them. Whereas, you know, if you're Vladimir Guerrero Jr., I don't think you're beating your chest saying, I've been so much better than Josh Naylor. I deserve this. Talking with Zach Meisel here on the hotline. On, while we're on the injury subject, let's let's pivot to McKenzie here because we obviously got the update that – He's going to try to continue to rehab it. He's not going to go through with just going straight to surgery for this UCL tear. Um, I just, is it worth going the rehab route? Because I, I think back, like, one of the only players I think I can think of off the top of my head, and this is because, obviously, growing up a Red Sox fan, I, I followed that team so closely. Like, David Price, however many years ago, um, he sort of went the rehab route, and for whatever reason, there was. I remember reading a story about how his elbow was just kind of different, like it kind of did heal itself and it worked out. But the numbers suggest that it's so rare that these guys actually just, after they have a UCL tear, they just heal and, and then they're back to normal. It generally ends with them needing the surgery. Like, is it worth McKenzie going through and trying to rehab it and get back for the now rather than maybe just kind of biting the bullet and trying to get back as best he can for next year after Tommy John surgery? Yeah, so there's a few things in play here. Number one is if he gets the surgery right now 
he is probably out for most of next season. And remember, when these guys come back after missing 12 to 15 months, you're not coming back pumping 98 and ready to log 110 pitches and throw 200 innings, right? You have to ease into it. So best case scenario, if he has the surgery right this second, next season is mostly a wash. It's, it's like that. Come back in September and make a couple piggyback starts, that sort of thing. So if he waits, if he goes through this rehab process and he'll pick up a baseball in three weeks and then start the throwing program and at that point he'll have been – shut down for six weeks, so it'll take about six weeks to get back. So you're looking at September this year anyway. And if he goes through this throwing program next month and it's just not going well and he decides, you know what, it's, we're going to have to go the surgery route, well, then he misses next season anyway, but he was already going to miss most or all of next season. So he has a little bit of flexibility to just see how this goes and take that path. And the reason I – and I don't know this because I, we haven't talked to him yet, um, but I do suspect – and this is why it's, it's – you know, I think everybody it's, – it's amazing how everyone turns into a doctor um, when, when this sort of news comes out. But, first of all, he, he visited three renowned medical right, people right. who gave opinions, and I think there might have been some slightly differing opinions, and it left a little bit on his plate, and I think the team probably had some preferences and recommendations, but he's the one who ultimately has to make these decisions, because if you look at where he's at in his career, and he's had injuries in his history, right, and he had some pretty extensive uh, contract extension talks with the team in the spring, and they didn't get anything done, and he's going to be arbitration eligible for the first time this offseason, and he's just in a part of his career where this is where you sort of submit yourself as someone who's going to earn life-changing money. And, and really, you know, whether it's in Cleveland or whether it's somewhere else eventually, like get that contract that's going to give you that security for life. And that's starting soon. Like he's in that spot. And if he misses all of next year, I mean, that, that first of all, he's only made two starts this year. So the arbitration number is probably not going to be as big as it could have been this off season. And then if, if, you know, if they were talking contract extension in the spring, well, what are those talks going to be like next spring? They're either going to be non-existent or they're going to be extremely team friendly with a lot of incentives and things like that, where he has to prove he can come back from injury and stay healthy. So it's just, if you're him, I understand wanting to try every possible option aside from a surgery that's going to, knock him out for a long time and there's no guarantee that you come back the same. So I understand it. And because of the timeline here, he's got a little bit of wiggle room where he can go this route and it doesn't necessarily have to mean anything different if he ends up needing surgery. Well, I'm certainly not a doctor and I don't play one on TV. So I, I don't pretend to know all the answers to this stuff. And I thought that was a very well thought out response as to why he's going the route he is. So I, I again, I just kind of go off of the numbers and the history and what that tells us. And, Obviously, the odds aren't good, but that puts it in sure. perspective for sure. I, I I think that's very, very clear. Talking with Zach Meisel here on the show. Um, why is T this is more so just a curiosity question for me. Why is Tito so staunchly against a six-man rotation? Just because he doesn't want to shorten his bullpen. Um, I think just the way they use – I mean, they've – look, Class A leads the league in appearances. Death ends up there, too. They have done a good job, though, of avoiding guys pitching three straight days. 
think we've seen minimal instances of that. And so they're, they're cautious with that stuff. And they play in so many close games that they've yeah. needed guys. Like it's, it's, there, it's always high intensity innings, right? Like class A pitching in a six to two game Sunday night in Chicago was, that was supposed to be easy. That was supposed to be like stress-free and it obviously wasn't. So it's more so just you can only have 13 pitchers. So if you have six starters, that's seven relievers. And I think he's much more comfortable with eight relievers. Has Oscar Gonzalez earned a call up to the major leagues yet? Um, I know everyone's kind of, this is the, like the hot topic of the now with everyone's looking at his numbers against lefties and all this different stuff. And they're concerned about some of the other outfield production you're getting from a batting standpoint. And, I think it's an easy jump because he's been up here before, but what say you on Oscar Gonzalez? I probably would have said no about a week and a half ago, but um, he's been crushing the ball for the last, about, about that time period, a week and a half. And, and it's, it's honestly, I think it's more to do with just what I'm seeing at the major league level than what he's doing in AAA. But um, yeah, I mean, they could use power and they could use less of Miles Straw as an everyday hitter. So that means you have to play Will Brennan in center. That means you have to play Stephen Kwan in center. So um, I do think it's worth it. And I, I think they're, I, I think they're not frustrated, but a little maybe skeptical about Gonzalez's just long-term ability to, to stick in the majors because his fatal flaw is that he has no play discipline, right? He's swinging at stuff yeah. out of the zone all the time. And it did work last season, but I think the more pitchers, you and and see that trait they're just never going to throw you strikes and if you can't prove that you can resist that stuff then i mean it's just it's really hard to make a living in the major leagues that way so they sent him down to triple a hoping that you know that would he would work on that but it's also tough to do in triple a just because the pitchers aren't as experienced and they're not as talented and you don't really follow scouting reports as closely so you know, even if he is hitting well, that doesn't necessarily mean he's made the necessary changes. But honestly, at this point, given this team's needs, yeah, it can't hurt. And if they're not willing to play Gabriel Arias every day and they are, for some reason, so stubborn with Miles Straw, um, I do think Gonzalez is a better option at least just a few times a week in, in giving you potential power. A few more minutes with Zach Meisel of The Athletic. You can follow him on Twitter at Zach Meisel, M-E-I-S-E-L. Uh, all right, I'm going to play a little bit of a game here. I'm going to give you a name. Or I have a list of names. We're going to kind of go down the list here, and you're going to tell me if they're with the Major League Club come, let's say, August. So right after the trade deadline. So And these are guys, too, who maybe are part of, are part of trade rumors, but to kind of go off the Oscar Gonzalez conversation, also might be guys in the minors who could get the call up or a guy in the majors who might get the call down. So we'll start with the obvious one, Shane Bieber. I'll say he is, but I go back and forth on that by the hour, I think. I agree. Yeah, it's 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 hard to figure that one out and and, and dissect it. Um Josh Bell. Yeah, yeah. I mean he's I think you're stuck with him for next year too. Yeah. Um Gavin Williams. Yes. Although don't be surprised when he and maybe Bybee too. They, they got. They have to be careful with these guys. Yeah. Just with monitoring their workloads, because like Gavin Williams, last year threw 115 innings. So you're not going to see him get up past 
I don't know, 135, 140, I would guess. So do you th- that'd be to, to uh, an extension of that one? Does he stay with the club the rest of the year, you think, Gavin Williams, or does he go back down at some point? Well, I think kind of what they've done with Logan Allen here, where he's in AAA and he's there's sort of like he's starting today, but he's got, I think it's Plesak piggybacking off him. So he'll only go, I don't know, three, four, gotcha. maybe five innings. So you'll see that where they just get a breather for a couple weeks. And, and you can, you know, the all-star break helps and you can sort of finagle this um, to make it work. And maybe you don't have to send both of them to, to AAA at one point and you can just use off days to your advantage. But yeah, you'll see those guys. They'll, they'll be, they'll be pretty careful with them. Two more here. One we just talked about Oscar Gonzalez. Uh, yeah, I, I think he's got to come up. I, the, the easy move is probably Arias down to AAA to just play every day for a month. But yeah, I think he'll be up by then. And lastly, Ahmed Rosario. Yeah. I, how they've handled the shortstop thing with this glut of middle infield prospects is just so puzzling. And I feel, I mean, I ask about it constantly and I feel like I'm <laughs> more confused by the day. But yeah, I, I think he'll be here and he'll just walk as a free agent. Last thing to get you out of here, the uh, Savannah Banana Fever made its way to Akron the last couple nights, and it looked like it was awesome. Like I saw people posting pictures on Facebook and social media about it. Would you have paid, though, because I think that initially tickets were like 20 bucks and it was just general seating, but I think like on the secondary market, they made their uh, the, the, the cost got up to like $200-plus. Would you have paid that to go see the Savannah Bananas? I don't think so, but I wonder – can we like like once a season every major league team has to perform like they perform, and we get to see like Tito <laughs> doing like the Rockettes dances? That like, would like be that. awesome. I love this idea. <laughs> I'd pay for that. Yeah, no, that would be incredible. Yeah, it's funny because it hit me. Yes, it hit me um, like Monday morning that they were in town, and I was like, oh, that actually might have been a good thing. I mean, you know, with a with a little one, like it would have been maybe cool to go to. And then I kind of checked, and I was like, well, what are secondary ticket marks? And I was like, yep, nope, not happening this year. So I'll, I'll get them next time they come back around. But anyway, I digress. Uh, Zach Meisel, always appreciate his time. You can follow him on Twitter, at Zach Meisel. Read his work at The Athletic. He does a tremendous job. He'll be there covering the game, of course, tonight for some Independence Day baseball. Zach, have a, rest, have a great rest of your Independence Day. Always appreciate these conversations, man. Take care. All right, I'm off to find some cookies. I'll see you. Ah, there you go. Stuff your face with those chocolate chip cookies. Good stuff. Always appreciate Zach, man. We uh, react to that on the other side. I feel I feel that Josh Naylor snub is a little bit more uh, egregious than maybe Zach does. We'll talk about it when we get back here on 92 to the Fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh.
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.